I am known for telling the people in my ministry circles to write down the prophetic words that are spoken over them. In the emotionality sometimes that follows service in getting confirmation messages from the Lord for getting pro from getting prophecy, sometimes the same prophecy one, once, twice, or three times over. It can be easy to believe that you're going to remember. And that is where we fall into an all too often pattern, pattern of pride and self-reliance. For our time together today, let's dig into why it is important to write down just what God said. Welcome to the Fill the Well podcast. I am your host, Apostle Jennifer P. Harris, based out of St. Louis, Missouri. I thank you for spending time with me as we go through God's word, as we are reminded that new wine cannot go in old wineskins, and that we remember that sometimes along this journey, through this thing called faith, we need to stop and be replenished. And God's word, again, is the best fountain to be filled by. So I welcome you with the love of Jesus Christ through the grace of our Father as we begin this week once more and again to fill our wells. One of the gifts I believe God has given me and graced me to operate in multiple spheres in is communication, especially written communication. I am a blogger, as you all know, um, as the cool kids say, for Fill the Well Ministries, for Fill the Well Ministries. When God sees fit, he may add more help to that. But for right now, it's just me. I've written books. I do um, commentary on social issues and I also do poetry and fiction writing. So I'm, I have my hands, my talent, that got, my God-given talent has allowed me to be in a lot of different spaces. And the one thing that I tell people who follow the writing portion of this ministry, right? Especially um, Come Get Your Right Life, which is its own entity, which, which um, the goal of it is to provide encouragement and support to to writers no matter if they are novices or just doing it as a hobby or perhaps published authors who just need who just need a safe space to fall apart and just be unsure what i tell them is to make sure that they write their ideas down no matter how random that they may be because the biggest lie that most writers tell themselves is oh i'll remember it or i'll write it down later so in the natural, so in the spirit. Now, by no means am I telling any child of God that they are lazy if they don't write down what God has spoken over them. Not by any means. Sometimes, if we're honest, it's just not available. Especially in this new age now, there are certain ministries that you go to that ask you to, you know, turn off your devices for certain portions of service. Or some people, you know, because human nature, leave them at home. But the one thing that 
no child of God can be ignorant of is you need record of what God said. Not only will it not only will it serve as a map or a guide, it'll be your reminder when all hope seems to be lost or just when you plain old forget. In the book of Ecclesiastes, the 12th, the 12th chapter, and the, I believe it's around the 11th verse, we see exactly, we see this demonstrated in the wisdom that Solomon gives. Solomon tells us that, again, in Ecclesiastes chapter 12, that he believes that the best way to live your life is in fear of God and do what he tells you. In the message version, of Ecclesiastes at the, again in chapter 12 he says fear God do what he tells you and that's it and even though we know obedience is simple and complicated one of the gifts or superpowers of the prophetic is it gives you a clearer way forward it gives it gives you the ability to see the next step which is always needed and necessary so when you write down the prophetic words spoken over you, especially put a date on them, you give yourself a reference point. Now, if I'm being transparent, I was going through my iPhone looking for something completely different. I was looking for a poem for a particular event I was attending. And... I couldn't, I couldn't find it, but what I did find is a vision that I had written down that God had given me three years ago. And the vision dream was so, was so specific that I had, uh, colors. I had, uh, <clears throat> I mean, the, the particular imaging that I saw, I made sure that I recorded. I had all these things written down and I had not revisited that in three years. I have forgotten. Watch this now. I have forgotten what God had shown me. But the fact that I had presence of mind three years ago to write that down. Now I have some now I have a reference point as to what to go back and talk to God about. Now, have I done everything right concerning uh, that particular portion of um, of my of my assignment, so that that so the prophetic can come to pass or manifest in my life? Of course not. And I don't say they're being bra you know bragging about uh, you know sinning or being found in sin or just being plain old lazy from what or to what God has told me to do. Human nature, sometimes we just, we just literally forget. We forget. We don't reference. We don't, we don't write down. We forget. We assume that, okay, well, you know, God will just, God will just handle this too. And he'll bring it back to me. The, he'll bring it back to me at the appointed time. And true enough, that may, that may be so, but God also gave you this mind that we have that we have the divine opportunity to continue to develop, chasten, and to have him continue to sweep the cobwebs out of. 
writing down the prophetic words spoken over your life can be can be can be and is life saving. I am fond of telling people who I'm in ministry with to write down what God said. Put a date on it. If you want to be specific, put a timestamp on it. Well, that's new. That's new age, right? As far well, new new age lingo. But if you want to put a date and time on it, a.k.a. a timestamp, do that. Because the vision that I found for myself was so specific that I, I had literally forgotten that God had shown it to me. Now, has life changed drastically in, in, in the three years that he gave it to me? Yes. Yes, there are things that um, I'm doing that I wasn't doing three years ago. People whom are no longer in my life. Things have Things have shook up. Yes, yes, and yes, they have. But at the same time, I'm glad that I, I'm glad that I had the presence of mind to write those things down. So normally, what I do is I like to write down my the prophetic words spoken over me, and I like to put them in my Bible. Or if I'm on, you know, a Zoom call for so for certain meetings or workshops, and um, there is a prophetic utterance, sometimes I write down those words for other people. Sometimes, sometimes I like to do that because again, with the high energy of certain services, we don't always get the chance to write those things down. Or sometimes people just plain old forget to. But what I cannot stress enough is write them down, reference them, go back to them, pray about them. Pray them through, as the old saints would say. Pray them through. This is where prophetic reactivation comes in. The prophetic spoken over your life does not expire. It does not expire. And since it does not expire, you have to understand that you have the power as a believing child of God to pick the prophecy back up. Now, what do I mean? Since we know that the word of God is prophetic all by itself, we know that God spoke to the men, the men and women who, record, who recorded these incidences in the Bible, these situations in the Bible. And even using my literary, my literary eye, there are some books of the Bible that, quote unquote, were written anonymously and no one knows who. What they teach us in literary analysis is sometimes anonymous is a woman. Just food for thought. Because one of those books that are detailed to note that no one knows who wrote it is First Samuel which I find interesting because 1 Samuel is one of the most dynamic books of the Old Testament. It's where we find David, it's where we first find David. But at the same time, when I speak of prophetic reactivation, this is me telling this is me reminding you to go through the words that were spoken over your life. Have you done the things by which that will make these things come to pass? Now again, I need to I need to be clear with what I'm saying. 
A prophecy is not a spell. A prophecy is not witchcraft. Prophecy, when done right, is not divination. Right? It's not any of those things. And when the prophetic is spoken over your life, you need to take that seriously. And if need be necessary, if you are not sure what the man, what the man or woman of God told you, you need to write it down, especially as much as you can remember and take it to God and say, okay, Lord, is this what, is this what, is this what you want me to do? Is this what, is this what is happening in my life? Is this what you want for my life? And there is nothing wrong with taking, with taking it to God. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Where we fail as people of God is one that we don't, again, take advantage of the, of the tools of recording or written or oral communication and use them for our benefit, AKA write down the word spoken over you. And then two, when we ignore them, when we think that, okay, God will just bring it back to me when time is right. No, because there could be other instructions hidden in what the man or woman of God told you. There could be things to pray over, fast over, things to, cons things to consider, or it might be something that God is trying to manifest in your life quickly. So you must be, you must be aware that God is all, one, God is always speaking. And second, he expects you to take the prophetic spoken over your life seriously. You are the steward of your, you are the steward of your life. And the Holy Spirit is your GPS and Christ is your vehicle. There's an old hymn that, there's an old hymn that's, that um, goes, all God's children got traveling shoes. All of us have somewhere that we have to go. We all have somewhere that we have to be, that we must, must journey, must journey to. And in my Baptist girl upbringing, what they would say, what the older saints would say all the time is I'm just a pilgrim. I'm just a pilgrim in a strange land. So you have to understand that the prophetic spoken over your life is something that is to add rocket fuel to it. It is something that is to provide clarity or a little bit more clarity concerning a situation or something that God has asked you to do. To ignore that is to ignore that is not wise. And then the first thing people want, want to scream and holler and get mad at God about is saying that, well, you know, it didn't come, it didn't come to pass. God must not be real. Well, first I would ask, did you write it down or as much as you could down? You may not get the specific wording again from the man or woman of God who released it to you. Release meaning they spoke it to you, but you can write down enough details to take it back to God and say, Hey, Lord, is this what is, is this what you want? or help me to engage in the process to have this, to have this become manifested. From word, from prophecy to manifestation, you have process and you cannot get out of that. And sometimes as we know, the process is, ne is neither cute <laughs> or comfortable. But it is, ne but it is extremely necessary. There is, no there is nothing you can get from God that will not require a process. Nothing. And I know that 
in the day and age that by which we live, everybody's looking for comfort and to be comforted and not confronted. But the prophetic is also is also confrontational because God is telling you something directly regarding your life that is so specific that is so specific that he has specific wording added to it. He has wording added to what he wants you to do. It's not go for it's not just go forth and conquer. It is go left, go right, ask for jo ask for Joe at the gas station and get X, Y and get X, Y and Z things and bring them. It, it, it gets very specific. God is God is invested in the minutia of our lives. And because he is interested in the minutia of our lives, we have to take his words seriously. And it makes and it makes no difference if you go from uh, ministry meeting, church meeting, Zoom meeting, hunting, for, hunting for the prophetic. If you have no if you have no inclination, no desire in you to do what the man or woman of God tells you to do that God told them to tell you. Because the other thing I don't think people really understand is to be a prophet in a day and age by which everything is moved by money and the acceptance of a public instead of the, instead of reverence of God and, and his acceptance is a different task entirely. And there are so many and there are so many prophets who get weary and sad and just and don't and just plain old don't want to do it. But there are some of us who try our best with the help of the Lord to do what he has asked us to do. So the first step for your prophetic reactivation is one, pick up what God said. The last thing, the last thing you could even remember him telling you and write that down as much as you can, as much of it as you can, even again, the date, the year and the date by which he told it to you, if, if it is at all possible, <laughs> And also begin to repent if need and necessary, if need be necessary. And repentance is always repentance is prophetic all by itself. Also, because there are some, there are things that we miss intentionally or unintentionally, and begin to pray the prophecy through. What does that mean? That means that you begin to read over what God said, pray about it. Put scripture to it. Start reading your Bible concerning it. Ask the Lord to open your eyes of your understanding and put you back in process to do what he has asked you to do and what he has instructed that you will become. Again, as Paul told Timothy to, again, in the message translation, to dust off, to dust it off. Even Paul, under even even examine that examine that scripture again, first Timothy first Timothy four, thirteen through sixteen, we see with um with everything that Paul has encountered, everything that Paul has dealt with, that he still had the presence of mind to tell Timothy what was spoken over you, keep. Oh, that just blessed me that just blessed me all over again. What he what was spoken over you, keep. And you will have to reference it. And I love that the message said, dust it off. Dusting it off means that to me, again, from the upbringing that I had, that it's something that was kept. And it was kept high up and almost forgotten about. But when you remember it's there, you take it down. If there's a little dust on it, it's a little wrinkle, you shake off whatever's on it, smooth it out, and you, and you use it.
and you use it because it is needed and necessary. Just like the anointing is used is used for work, so is the prophetic. The prophetic is used for your processing. It's used for your growth. It's essential to your salvation. It is something that you as a believer cannot afford to be without. Despise not the day of small beginnings. And remember, if God said it concerning you, he meant it concerning you. Dust off what God said and become what God said. Be blessed. If you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, I would like to give you that invitation now. You can do it wherever you are, no matter what time of day. God is always listening and always anxious to hear from his children. Repeat this simple prayer. Lord Jesus, I repent of my sins. Come into my life and make me new. I believe that you came, you died, and you rose and are coming again. I accept you as Lord of my life. Teach me how to follow you, listen to you, and love you. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that simple prayer, I believe you got born again and welcome to the family of Christ. Get into a good Bible-based church. Find a version of the Bible by which you are most comfortable reading and begin with the book of John or the book of Luke as they are the easiest, they are the most easiest to read. I look forward to seeing you this time again. God bless you. Thank you so much for listening to Fill the Well podcast this week. I hope that you were encouraged. I hope that you were strengthened. I hope that you are reminded that God is still able and able to do all things. I look forward to speaking to you all next week. If you would be so inclined to sow a seed into this ministry, you may do so via PayPal. The PayPal is Apostle J. B. Harris at gmail.com. Again, that is A P O S T L E J as in Jack, B as in boy, H as in hot, A R R I S at gmail.com. Until next week, may your prayers be fruitful. May God ever smile on you and may your well stay full. <laughs>